Hi, and welcome to Healing All the Things, a podcast dedicated to creating brave space and weekly conversations around healing all the things and learning to take care of your whole self so that you can live your best life. I'm your host, Coach Rita, a professional certified life coach and trauma-informed wellness practitioner. For more information and additional resources, you can visit my website, at www.ritajohnston.com. This week, my beautiful friend, I'm going to get all up in your business and your mojo, and we are going to talk about what it means to have a healthy relationship. So many of us jump into relationships without a clear understanding of what it really means to be in relationship with someone, what it really means to be a partnership. My partner and I are celebrating this month, actually, on the 26th, 16 years together, holy guacamole. And as I think back over the past 16 years, there is so much growth and change that we have gone through. I feel like I've probably been eight or nine different versions of myself over the past 16 years and probably the same for him. So just take a minute and think back to 16 years ago and the person that you were and the beliefs that you had and your perspective and how much you have grown and changed into the person that you are today. So many of us get into these relationships with others and we jump in and we model what it is that we know. We model the relationship style of our caregivers or sometimes we'll model what we think a relationship should be based on movies or what we hear from others. We jump into relationships with people and we don't really have a clear understanding of ourselves and yet we expect our partner to have an understanding of us. So many of us don't even have a healthy relationship with our own damn self and yet we expect to have a healthy relationship with someone else. So that's why I want to get into this conversation today. I was thinking about, gosh, everything we've gone through over the past 16 years. Some of it's been absolutely amazing, exhilarating, just leaves me speechless to think about some of the really great times that we've had. And we've had some really challenging times. We've had some times where we didn't know that we were going to make it. We've gone through some really tough stuff together. There are really three components to laying down the foundation of having a healthy relationship. And that's what we're going to get into today, these three things. And even if you're not currently in a relationship with someone, this episode is still for you. This episode is still for you because we have to learn how to have healthy relationship with our self. And so what I'm going to share with you today, this is going to lay that foundation for you to 
have this dialogue with your own damn self. And in the future, if you choose to be with someone, this will be great for you to have a conversation with them around. This is going to open up the, the doors to be able to talk about some of the things that most of us don't talk about when we get in relationships. So the first part, the first layer, the first thing to creating a solid foundation, to creating a healthy relationship, is having healthy relationship boundaries. And often when we think about boundaries, we think about ourselves. We think about what our boundaries are. We think about the people that have disrespected our boundaries. We think about what that looks like to put up boundaries, boundaries with our space and our time. We think about ourselves. But having healthy relationship boundaries includes accepting the ones that are set by others. You can't expect your partner to respect your boundaries and then stomp all over theirs. That's not how this works. That's not having a healthy relationship. Having healthy relationship boundaries means being open to what your partner's boundaries look like, and they may not look like yours. Your partner may not express their boundaries in the same way that you do. And if you want to have a healthy relationship, this is a conversation that you have to open the doors to of what your partner's boundaries are and how you can respect them just as much as you want yours respected. The second part of having a healthy relationship is having healthy relationship goals. Often when we think about what it means to have a goal, a lot of times what I hear is the very tangible things. Partners talk about where you want to be in five years, where you want to be in 10 years. If you want to have children, if you want to buy a house, you talk about the finances and paying the bills and who pays what. You talk about retirement. Those types of things are typically what comes to mind when we think about our goals and our relationship. But having healthy relationship goals also means having goals around some of the things that aren't talked about as much, such as conflict. Having a healthy goal around conflict. What does it look like to be able to have a healthy argument? And opening the door for that. What does it look like when you're in conflict with your partner and you need to take a time out? How do you communicate that with your partner? And how does your partner communicate that with you when they need that? And setting a goal around what it looks like for you to be in conflict with each other and still show that you love each other. That's what I mean when I say having healthy relationship goals. Oftentimes we don't even realize, I see this so much, and I know that we experienced it too, my partner and I, is you think that you have the same perspective or belief or vision or value across the board, and you don't really realize that you have a difference of opinion until the difference of opinion shows up. 
And sometimes when you are in the middle of an argument, it's really difficult to have a healthy conversation. It's really difficult to take yourself out of the conversation and listen to your partner's needs in the heat of the moment. So this is why ahead of time, you want to have this conversation around boundaries and goals. So think back really quickly to an argument that you and your partner last had. And think about some of the things that came up for you that were a trigger for you. Were you feeling misunderstood? Were you feeling devalued? Were you feeling like your voice wasn't heard? Were you feeling belittled? What was at the core of the argument for you? And how can you take that to your partner and say, these are the things that came up for me the last time we had a disagreement. This is how I was feeling. And what I'd like to do is have a discussion around how we can have a disagreement without me feeling belittled, without me feeling like my voice doesn't matter, without me feeling like you don't hear me. That is creating a healthy relationship goal. When we talk about creating healthy relationship goals, having the conversation with your partner around growth and a goal around growth, what does it look like for you to grow as a person separately? And what does it look like for you to, to grow together? One of the things that I see a lot, especially when clients come into my office and they have challenges in their relationship and either they're on the verge of breaking up and getting a divorce or they just split. One of the things that often comes up is this growth. One person in the relationship has done a lot of personal development and a lot of growth and a lot of change and they've really stepped into themselves and their power, and the other person has not done the self-development, has not done the self-assessment, has not stepped into that space. So one person is changing, and the other person is not changing, not making the same changes, and there is tension. So what does it look like to create a healthy goal around growth both together and separately in your relationship. Creating these healthy relationship goals around some of the things that we typically don't talk about or that typically don't come up until we're in the heat of the moment. And a great way for you to think about, well, gee, what are some healthy goals that I can create is think back to when you had an argument. Think back to when you and your partner had a disagreement. And think about what were some of the triggers for you? What were some of the things that came up for you that you felt angry about or you felt hurt around? How can you create a goal around that so that you and your partner are working together to create this vision? Creating a healthy relationship goal around past stuff. All of us carry baggage with us. All of us have experiences that have shaped who it is that we are in different ways. So having a goal with your partner around how 
these things show up in your relationship and how you would like to move through them and what that would look like. That is creating a healthy goal. And the third thing that lays the foundation for having a healthy relationship is being able to have healthy conflict. Too many times what I see is this toxicity when we have disagreements with others, when others don't share our sentiment, when others have a different viewpoint. There's this toxicity. There's the passive aggressiveness or the shutting down, giving your partner the silent treatment. Those are all toxic behaviors. And I've done this myself. Hello, queen of, hey, honey, what's wrong? Nothing. Everyone in a five-mile radius can tell that there's something wrong. There's something going on. So being in a healthy relationship means that you have to learn how to have conflict in a healthy way, not in a passive aggressive way, not in a throw your partner under the bus way, not in a reverting back to your nine-year-old self, your five-year-old self way. So what does a healthy conflict look like? A healthy conflict looks like you're respecting each other. There's no name calling, there's no shaming. There's no guilting your partner, making them feel guilty or belittling them. There's none of that. Being respectful. Having a healthy conflict means that you're trying to understand your partner's point of view instead of shutting them down. Instead of making them feel like their point of view or their belief doesn't matter because it doesn't line up with yours. Having a healthy conflict means Showing your children, if you do have kids that see you argue, that see you have a disagreement, showing them that you had a resolution. Our children need to know how to solve conflicts, how to resolve conflicts when they have them. And part of that is we model that behavior ourselves. We show them how we handle conflict and how we resolve it. And when we are having these conflicts, these disagreements, these arguments with our partner, the healthy way to do that is we want to speak to affirm them, not to attack them. When we are having these conflicts, you make it about you. I feel, I feel angry instead of you made me angry. I feel hurt instead of you hurt me. So we're speaking to affirm our own feelings. We're speaking to affirm and validate what we experience instead of attacking our partner. When you say, I feel, no one can argue with that because that's how you feel and how you feel is valid. But when you say, you made me, well, I didn't make you anything. You chose so there's a difference in our language when we are modeling this healthy behavior versus when we are modeling some of the toxic behavior that we may have picked up from others or that we may have been modeling in the past because that's all that we knew. That's how we knew how to have a conflict. And it takes practice. Be easy on yourself, especially when it comes to 
our language and when it comes to learning how to speak to affirm versus attack, that takes practice. Especially when it comes to learning how to respect your partner's boundaries, if that's not something that you are used to doing, you're used to having your partner respect yours, but you haven't really checked in with them on, hey, I just want to know where you stand on this. What are your thoughts and your feelings on this? Maybe you made an assumption that you and your partner have the same goals or have the same perspective or have the same values and beliefs or have the same boundaries. So again, if we want to lay the foundation for healing and having a healthy partnership, we want to have healthy relationship boundaries. We want to have healthy relationship goals and we want to have healthy conflict. Those are the three key things that you can do to really start to shift the dynamic of your relationship. To really start to open up the doors of communication and heal some of the hurt, heal some of the past that you are bringing into the relationship, that you both are bringing into the relationship. And if you've been in relationship for a while, I have no doubt that more than likely You've had some disagreements. You've had some arguments. You may have said some things that you wish that you hadn't have said. You may have handled things in a way that you wish you had handled differently. This is a way to start to heal some of that stuff. If today's session resonated with you, doors are officially open to my eight-week coaching and restorative program, Restoring 180 for the Holidays. This is a program I open once a year and we work together and I coach you through building a renewed sense of excitement and zest for life, building up your confidence, positioning yourself for more meaningful relationships and tapping into and tending to your own emotional, physical, and mental needs. Doors are open to Restoring 180 through December 17th. I'll be sure to put a link for you in the show notes. I would love to know which of these three things needed to lay a foundation for a healthy relationship spoke to you the most today. What's your takeaway? How are you going to implement this into either your relationships with your significant other or yourself? Actually, I shouldn't say either. How are you going to implement this into both of those? So if you're following along on Instagram or Facebook, let me know your insights by tagging me using the hashtag H-A-T-T podcast. Thank you for sharing this time together. And remember, we step into our power when we decide to no longer let our past control our future. Until next week, be well.